This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employers respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check the back seat. Check the back seat. All right, get up here. Check the back seat. Gets in your head, right? Good. Because every year, dozens of children are forgotten in the backseat of a car by a parent or caregiver. All never thought it could happen to them. But with changes in routines, distractions, or a sleeping child, it can happen to anyone. Parked cars get hot fast and can be deadly. So get it in your head. Check the back seat. A message from NHTSA and the Ad Council. Pick up the pieces of your life Put them back together with the words you write All the beauty and peace and the magic that you'll start to find When you write your story You've got the words inside Don't you think it's time to let them out and write them down Uncover what it's all about And write your, write your story Write your, write your story Hi, and welcome back to the Write Your Story podcast. My name is Allie Fallon. I'm your host. And on last week's episode, I talked about how to take all of the elements of the framework I've taught you so far and put them together into one cohesive whole thing so that you have a piece of writing you can feel excited and proud to share. This week, I want to talk about what I mean when I say share, because depending on who you are and where you're at in your writing journey, That word may sound very intimidating to you or it may sound exciting. Maybe you're someone who has always known that you wanted to publish and you really would like to share this story more widely. You'd like to publish on some sort of public platform or you'd like to publish a book or whatever. Maybe for you, you've been writing this story for your own benefit. You've been writing this story for your own growth. And when you think about sharing the story, maybe it gives you hives. Maybe it makes you feel sick to your stomach. Maybe you think like, oh God, I don't think I could ever share this story I know that we have listeners who are on every single part of that spectrum. Maybe you're somewhere kind of in the middle. So what I want to do on this week's episode is just talk about what I mean when I say share and why sharing your story is so vitally important to this process. First, I'll start by saying that I really, really understand the vulnerability and the fear that comes along with sharing a personal story. Not only because I'm an author and I've shared a handful of really personal stories in my life, I've talked a lot about my book called Indestructible, which was the story of my divorce. And there are some very, very vulnerable moments inside of that story that I felt really terrified to share with a wider audience. But also because, like I talked about on last week's episode, I've been taking these improv classes. And at the end of level three, you have the opportunity to do a showcase, which is basically a live show in front of a live audience with your classmates to 
show the audience some of the skills that you've been working on in your classes. And I made the joke to my classmates several times throughout the eight weeks that we were together that I was going to be very sick on the night of the showcase. That for me, improv classes were about pushing myself out of my comfort zone and about trying something new, but that never had I ever in a million billion years intended to perform improv on a stage and that that was just too far for me. And I had pushed myself far enough out of my comfort zone and I just wasn't going to do it. And I actually felt this feeling, I don't know if you've had this before, but like an internal, almost like childlike stubbornness where there was a part of me that was like putting her foot down, going like, I'm not doing that. I'm not going on stage. That is not happening. (laughs) So you think about like the rubber wall thing that I talked about last week, pushing yourself through that rubber wall of vulnerability. I definitely felt that in that moment that this was a a decision I could make. I could for sure bounce off the rubber wall and say, I'm I'm not going to do that. That feels too far for me. Or I could take the opportunity to push through the rubber wall and put myself on the stage and share what I'd been working on with this group of total strangers. So what I decided to do is to do the live show in part because I felt like it wasn't fair to leave my classmates to do it without me. And in part, because I really wanted to have the experience of sharing what I've been working on. Let me tell you that virtually every bone in my body on the night of that improv show wanted to not get on that stage, but I'm really proud of myself for doing it. I think it was a really important step for me and a really important part of my process. And I feel the exact same way about you sharing your story if that's something that feels scary for you. Now, you might be in a place where sharing your story with literally anyone feels scary or you might be in a place where you think like, no, I could share I could share my story with my family or I could share it with my therapist or I could share it with my sister, my best friend, but publishing my story, that feels pretty scary even though it's something that I know I wanna do. Wherever you are in that process, I wanna talk about first why I believe sharing your story in some capacity is so vitally important to this process. For centuries, storytelling has been a way that human beings understand their selves and connect to others inside of their community. I live under the belief that storytelling is a really powerful way for us to understand the life that we're a part of, the world that we're a part of, the experiences that we have. And it's a really, really powerful way for us to connect to other people. When you tell your story in a setting where you know it's going to be met with, I hear you, I see you, I understand, I believe you, that can be a deeply, deeply transformative experience. Now, not every setting is conducive to that kind of feedback. (laughs) If you listen to my episode where I talked about Prince Harry's Spare, you know that that memoir, despite being one of the best-selling nonfiction books of all time, has been met with lots of criticism and lots of feedback and lots of ideas from people who in some ways have no business coming up with a conclusion about the way that Prince Harry decided to tell his story. And in other ways, when you publish a book, people are entitled to their opinion. So I don't recommend that every person who writes their story publishes it in that sort of wider context. But I do recommend, because of the power of connection that comes from storytelling, that you find one person that you feel comfortable sharing this story with. Maybe that one person is your therapist. Maybe you bring this story to your therapist to sort of say, this is what we've been talking about. You know, this is a story from my life that really represents what we've been working on. And 
I would love for you to read it and give me your feedback and I would love to talk more about it. Maybe you share that story with your best friend. Maybe it's maybe you share the story with someone who you feel like has misunderstood you at times and you would really like for them to better understand you. Maybe you share the story with people in your life who have seen you walk through this time in your life and you want them to see how you've transformed as the hero. Whoever you choose to share with, just know that the purpose of sharing is about connection. The purpose of sharing is about a deeper understanding of the story that you're living through. The purpose of sharing is not about getting validation. It's not about proving yourself. It's not about being understood by others. Sometimes if we go into sharing with that kind of a mindset, we can actually end up being pretty disappointed. But when we go into the act of sharing our story with simply the energy of just wanting to connect, just wanting another human being to sort of nod and say, I get it, I get you. Then we really get what we're after when we share our stories because stories are an incredibly powerful way to connect. As far as how to share your story, I find that most of the time writers have an intuition about how they're supposed to go about this. When I finished writing The Manuscript of Indestructible, At first, I did not think I was going to publish that book. In fact, for a year, it sat on my computer with no plans to be published. But the first thing that I did when I finished that story was share it with a handful of friends who had been part of the story with me. I just had this intuition. I don't know where it came from. I don't know what it was really about other than just connecting. But I just knew that I knew that I knew that I was supposed to share it with this handful of people. I wanted them to read the story in my words. I wanted them to know where I was coming from. I wanted them to see that they had each played a big role in the transformation that I had gone through in the last couple of years. I wanted them to understand how they had impacted me and I just wanted to share my life with them. So that was the first thing I did was just email it to these people. And I did ask them a series of questions. I wanted to know, you know, is there any part of this story that's confusing to you? Are there elements that seem like they're missing? Do you have memories of this time in my life that I'm not remembering? Are there question marks for you still about what took place inside of this story? So I asked for feedback when I sent this story to my friends, but you don't even have to ask for feedback. In fact, you could share this story with someone and say, you know, I'm not ready for feedback on this, but I just wanted you to read it. Now, you may have the intuition that you would like to share this story beyond just a small group of friends or you know, your your Bible study or at church on Sunday or whatever. If you have that intuition, then a couple of things to think about for you. First of all, you might have the intuition that you would like to publish this story beyond just a small group of friends or, you know, with your, your Bible study or your book club or something like that. Maybe you already kind of know that you would like to share this story a little more broadly. And if that's the case, Definitely trust your intuition. I want to talk to you a little bit about the process of publishing so that you can have a little bit of insight about that. Now, the most common way that people think about publishing is what's called traditional publishing, which is probably, you've probably heard a handful of things about traditional publishing. The most common thing that people hear about traditional publishing is that you need a platform in order to do it. So people think, I have to grow my Instagram. I have to get an email list. I've got to have a bunch of followers on Facebook or something like that. That's the most common thing that people hear about traditional publishing. The other thing that people hear is you need a literary agent, which is true. You need an agent to represent you, to help you pitch your book proposal document to publishers. 
You also need a book proposal document, come to mention that. A book proposal document is basically like a business plan for your book. It explains to your literary agent and to your publisher what the book is about, what your plan is for publishing, what each chapter is going to be about, who you are as an author, what makes you qualified to write the book, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. It's usually about a 30 to 40 page document. It's very involved. And if you're going to traditionally publish, you also need a publishing company. You'd sign a contract with a publishing company. There's a lot of details that I don't have time to share here about what that process looks like. But all of that to say, I want you to to really think about this piece of writing that you're working on right now is a small piece of writing. That's what I've taught you to do is to write three to five pages about a story in your life. It's not quite a book yet. It needs a lot more attention and care. Think of it like a garden. You got to wake up every day and water the garden and take care of it and prune the leaves and you know harvest the, the fruits and vegetables. So this piece of writing needs a lot more attention and care before it's ready to do any of those things. But that doesn't mean that you can't practice with sharing this piece of writing in a broader way. The beautiful thing about wanting to publish in the year 2023 and onward is that there are so many more publishing opportunities available to us than have ever been available before. And you have a lot of control over each of these opportunities. So for example, something as simple as Instagram, you hold in your hand a device, as long as you have a smartphone, where you can access a platform and you can share parts of your story on that platform at will, whenever you want, any time of day or night, at literally the push of a button, you can share parts of your story online. Instagram is not a great platform for sharing a long form story. So you're not going to share three to five pages of writing in one single push of a button, but there are other ways that you can connect through Instagram. You could tell parts of your story on Instagram and you could send people to your blog or you could send people to your email list and you could tell parts of your story there. Another thing to consider if you're interested in publishing a book, which is more long form than what I've taught you, is to think about how you could turn this short form story into a long form story. Now, there are a couple different ways to do this. One is you could literally write 30 of these stories and put them together into a memoir. The other thing is you could take this one story that you've written in three to five pages and you could turn it into a longer story where you share more details of the story, you have more scenes involved, and you're going to replicate this process again and again and turn that into something that's more long form. Whatever you decide to do as it relates to publishing, here's what I want to make sure that you don't get stuck in. A lot of times, newer writers will get stuck in this idea that they've got to have a huge platform. They've got to work with a big publisher. They've got to find an agent. They've got to do all these things. They've got to write this amazing book proposal document in order to have success in the publishing industry. And that's just simply not true. There are so many paths available for publishing. Traditional publishing is only one of them. And traditional publishing offers a really great opportunity to a lot of people but it's not the only path that's available. And sometimes it's not even the most favorable path to you. So I just want you to keep your mind open that there are a lot of different ways that you can share your work with the world that don't have to include jumping through all the hoops of traditional publishing. And finally, of course, a way that you can share this story is simply to share it with me. You can send your finished story to my story at writeyourstory.com and that will come directly to me. And like I mentioned on last week's episode, I am gonna be pulling in listener stories and listeners to be a guest with me on the podcast. So if you're interested in that, that would be an excellent way for you to begin sharing your story. You can email it to mystory at writeyourstory.com. 
Ultimately, my goal for this show is to collect hundreds or even thousands or hundreds of thousands of stories and to compile them together into groups of stories about divorce, stories about adoption, stories about love, stories about childbirth, stories about divorce, so that we can have these anthologies of stories that introduce us to an idea or a concept. I know we have nonfiction books out there about these topics, but imagine if you had an anthology of stories with hundreds of stories about what it was like to live through the COVID-19 pandemic or hundreds of stories of what it's like to build a business from the ground up or hundreds of stories about what it's like to grow up with nothing and, and overcome that in your life or hundreds of stories about what it's like to lose a parent or lose a loved one or lose a sibling or lose a spouse. If we had an anthology of stories like that, imagine the kaleidoscope of experiences that we could have access to. Imagine the depth of understanding we would have about each of these topics that are included in the human experience. I think it would be such a beautiful thing to participate in, such a beautiful thing to be a part of, and I would love to have your story included in that. So email your story to my story at writeyourstory.com. I still have two more episodes coming up in this season, a couple of really fun surprises for you, and I can't wait to share them with you. So stay tuned and I'll see you next week. Become a part of the fast-growing health and wellness industry with an education from Trinity School of Natural Health. Trinity graduates can empower their communities through natural health principles and techniques, whether they go into practice to guide others toward their wellness goals or open a store to sell their favorite health products. Trinity grads are equipped to change lives. With 19 online programs and flexibility to fit your busy schedule, including the popular Certified Natural Health Professional, you can get the training that helps you turn your passion into a career. And here's the best part. You can earn the certification in less than a year. From herbology to naturopathy and health coaching, Trinity allows you to make a meaningful difference by helping others live healthier, happier lives. Don't wait any longer to pursue your passion for natural health. Enroll today at trinityschool.org. That's trinityschool.org. Discover a new educational and interactive podcast, Stories for Kids by Lingo Kids. Our episodes are packed with fun activities. Right, Elliot? Oh, yes! We went shape hunting around the block, and we found spheres and cubes on the street. That was great fun. Join Stories for Kids, the Lingo Kids podcast, inspiring you to learn while having fun. Listen to Stories for Kids on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Let's take a moment to breathe. Deep inhale. Extend your spine. Remain focused on what you're doing. If safe to do so, exhale slowly, leaning to one side. Inhale back to center. If safe to do so, exhale slowly to the opposite side. Find mental health resources at loveyourmindtoday.org. This message is brought to you by the Huntsman Mental Health Institute and the Ed Council.